Shalom, brothers and sisters. It's your brother, uh, Yahasha, or Zariah, meaning Jehovah protects and Jehovah is my helper. Zariah, Jehovah is my helper. And um, we are continuing with the session in Daniel. So I know I just uh, read the chapter and, you know, stopped some verse and tried to make some point. But um, within um, broader context, you know, we should have that, you know, taking them verse by verse. But for the sake of time, we cannot do that right now because um, there will be time one day, I guess, you know, we'll have to go uh, in the book of Daniel verse by verse from chapter 1 to the, to the 12th chapter, which is like, you know, uh, what I'm intending to do. But at this time, you know, we just want to go over the historic part you know of it and then when we get to the prophet, uh, prophetic part that's when we know we're going to be diving in even deeper and for, for to try to explain each verse right so um if you see this is just a reading of a chapter don't you know uh, be um you know distracted by the way it's being presented but right now for the sake of time you know we just uh, i'm doing it like that so until we have um a chance, you know, to go over the book, you know, over each chapter, over each verse, and each chapter, you know, in a, a deeper level. So to get more, right? Again, it's a historical part. You know, everybody can read it for themselves and get, you know, uh, most of the uh, of the points, you know, of the lessons in there. But the prophetic part, this is what's important, and mostly <clears throat> the 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 fourth part of the of, of the. Of the image, right? The fourth beast, you know, that it talks about in chapter uh, seven, right? And uh, and uh, chapter six, <clears throat> I mean chapter, sorry, chapter eight, you know, and um, chapter nine talks about uh, uh, Yahshua is coming, you know, and then. Then we got chapter ten, you know, and went back to the to all the beasts and mostly the focus on the fourth one also, and now uh, until chapter eleven to twelve also. Okay, so this is the same, um, and 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 we're trying to cross over to the prophecies, right? But we had one before, right, which is the image, but we're gonna try to uh, um, after reading chapter six. Mostly, the rest is more is mostly prophetic. Okay, so we're gonna be finished with the historical part of Daniel, and then so we can you know diving into uh, the good stuff basically. You know that concerns us, that concerns our time. What and um, we're living in a in a pandemic right now. This is um, today is basically um, the fifteenth of uh, August and twenty twenty one. So. We are in um, in a great time where these prophecies, right, and uh, the promise that Yeshua made or told Daniel, when the angel told Daniel, right, seal, you know, seal the content of this prophecy, you know, is is for is for the end of time, it's for the end of uh, of this age, basically, so. 
And that's why a lot of people are talking about Daniel. That's what a lot of people are bringing in light, you know, out there to, to help you understand better. Um, and um, that's my intention also to the, to the help of the spirit that will lead us to all truth, you know. And hopefully, um, I'll, you know, I'm, I'm to the task, though, you know. So uh, I'm not going to tell you I, I was, uh, uh, I'm a scholar or I'm, um, you know, I was trained by whoever, you know, not, not so. Uh, everything that I've learned, I've learned by the grace of Jehovah, you know. And, um, and I'm just sharing whatever I've discovered with you. So I hope you find the truth. I hope you find, like, um, we work together. Because at the end of the day, it's obedience to the law and belief in Yahshua's uh, uh, blood. And you believe in Yeshua's power because we are his own. We belong to Yeshua. Right? So let's dive in into chapter 6, you know, to finish with the historic part of Daniel. And um, again, a short prayer. Um, Yoga, help us understand Yeshua. Um, the book of Daniel and everything that you know that we need to uh, to know, as you promise, you know at the end, uh, knowledge you know will go back and forth, and in the book of Daniel, and knowledge will increase. And so we count on you, Yeshua, as you promise, uh, the Spirit of Truth to lead us in all truth. In your name, Yeshua, we pray. Hallelujah. Chapter six. It pleased into uh, Darius to set over the kingdom 120 satrap to be over the whole kingdom and over these three governors of whom Daniel was one that the satrap might give account to them so that the king would suffer the loss so we just saw uh, uh, last episode with uh, Belshazzar dying that was the end of the Babylonian era so now we enter into a Persian, you know, era and um, the mid and the Persian era. So now in the beginning, Darius was given, Cyrus gave Darius his uncle uh, the kingdom of Babylon to, uh, you know, the region of Babylon to rule over. So this is what he decided to do. He, he put together 124 uh, satrap, okay? And then he, he put three presidents. You know, Daniel was one of them, all right? So to, you know, uh, to manage his, his, his kingdom, that's what it is. Then chapter 3, I mean verse 3, sorry. Then this Daniel distinguish himself above the governor and satrap because of an excellent spirit was uh, in him and the king gave uh, though the king gave though to setting him over the whole realm so the king was trying to put daniel above everybody make him like you know the sole ruler in the kingdom because of his excellent spirit because of his integrity. So the governor and the satrap sought to find some charge. They were jealous and against Daniel concerning the kingdom, but they could find 
no charge of fault because he was faithful. Nor was there any error of fault found in him. Then this man said, we will we shall not find any charge any charge against this Daniel unless we find it against him concerning the law of his God. So the governors and satrap come together before the king and said thus unto him, King Darius, live forever. All the governors of the kingdom, the administrators and satrap, the counselors and the advisors have consulted together to establish a royal law, a royal statute, and to make a firm decree that whoever petition any god or man for 30 days except you, O king, shall be cast into the den of lion. Now, O king, establish the decree and sign the writing and so that it cannot be changed according to the law of a, of the Medes and the Persian, which does not alter. Therefore, King Darius signed the writing a, a decree. Now, when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went home in his upper room with his window open toward Jerusalem. He knelt down on his knee three times a day and pray and give thanks before his God and was as as was his custom since early days. So in um in the New King James it like you know three times that day. So but in the in uh, regular King James or old King James basically it says um uh, uh, three times a day, right? So there's a slight difference here, right? He's trying to tell you, like, you know, he, did, he, he prayed three times that day. No, I think this was, it was customary for Daniel to pray to three times a day. And I think uh, it's more a little bit more accurate. Then this man assembled and found Daniel praying, and that's verse 11, Daniel praying and making supplication before his God. And they went before the king and spoke concerning the the king's decree. Have you not signed a decree that every man who petitioned any god or men within the thirty days, uh, within thirty days, um, except you, O king, shall be cast into the into the den of lion? The king answered and said, The things is true according to the law and the mean and the Persian, which does not alter. So they answered and said before the king that Daniel, who is one of the captives from Judah, does not show due regard for you, O king, or for the decree that you have signed, but made his petition three times a day. And the king went, and the king, when he heard this word, was greatly displeased and with himself, and set his heart on Daniel to deliver him. And he labored till the going down of the sun to deliver him. Then 
These men approached the king and said to the king, Know, O king, that it is the law of the Mede and the Persian, that no decree or statute which the king established may be a change. So the king gave the command, and they brought Daniel and cast him into the den of lion. But the king spoke, saying oh, to Daniel, Your God, whom you serve continually, oh, he will deliver you. Then a stone was brought and lay on the mouth of the den, and the king sealed, sealed it with his own signet ring and, it, and with the signet of his lord, that the purpose can uh, concern Daniel may not be changed. Now, the king went uh, to his palace and spent the night fasting, and no musician were brought before him. Also, his sleep went from him. Then the king arose very early in the morning and went in, in haste into the den of lion. And when he came into the den, he cried out with a, a lamenting voice to Daniel. The king spoke, saying to Daniel, Daniel, servant of the living God, has your God, whom you serve, continually been able to deliver you from the lion? Then Daniel said to the king, O king, live forever. My God sent his angels. <laughs> My God sent his angels and shut, down, uh, shut the lion's mouth so that they have not hurt me because I was found in, innocent before, before him. And also, O king, I have done no wrong before you. Now the king was ex exceedingly glad uh, for him and commended that they should take Daniel up out of the den. So Daniel was taken up out of the den, and no injury whatsoever was found on him, because he believed in his God. And the king gave the command, and they brought those men who had uh, accused Daniel, and they cast them into the den of lions. Them, their children, their wives, and the lions overpowered them and broke all their bones in pieces before they ever came to bottom to the bottom of the den. Then the king wrote to all people, nation and languages that dwell in all the earth, peace be multiplied to you. I make a decree that every dominion of my kingdom, men and must tremble and fear before the God of Daniel, for he is a living God and steadfast forever. His kingdom is, is one of which shall not be destroyed, and his dominion shall endure unto the end. He delivers and rescue, and he, he works his sign and wonders in heaven and on the earth. Who was delivered Daniel, who had, sorry, who had delivered Daniel from the power of the lion. So this Daniel prospered in the reign of Darius and the reign of Cyrus the Persian. Again, we just read um, the last historical um, chapter of Daniel, you know, um, and we see again, uh, a bunch, a few men, you know, who envy Daniel, was jealous of Daniel, 
and they're trying to get rid of him, you know, and they went to the king and 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 flattered the king and and um, set a trap for the king, and the king fall for it, right? And then the king realized that he was played by these guys and by those men. So therefore, he uh, decided, hey, you know what? Uh, what they they were trying to get the king to murder Daniel, right? And 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 that was their plan. They were trying to murder Daniel, and they trying to make the king do it, you know. And the king realized that, and so it it destroyed him and their family, so their children. So which means the king was so upset. He felt like you know those men were so evil. He didn't want they you know, their children to be part of this kingdom. So therefore, it's destroyed them because he sees like, you know, maybe if they get a, 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 a to rule like their father, they will be doing the same thing too. So the king destroyed their, their wife, their children and themselves. So that was, um, you know, that was kind of like ironic because uh, uh, the irony of, 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 of this story is because, you know, Whatever they set for Daniel, you know, the trap they set for Daniel, they fell into the trap. And um, that's a lesson for us, too. We have to be, you know, um, sincere, non-jealous of any, anybody, whatever position they hold in their life or in this life. So uh, God says in commandment, you, 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 you shall not envy, you know, your neighbor, you know, things of, of your neighbor's. Rather, it's power, it's things, or whatever. So, I think that's the lesson that we know we need to to get. And you know, when you're faithful to to Jehovah, He protects you. And that's what Daniel, when even though they he knew about the decree, he never stopped. You know, praying his God, because his life, you know, was did not depend on the kings or anybody, right? So. Same thing too, when they force you to do certain things that you don't want to do and you think it's not in accordance to the, to the word of God, you know, to your faith, you know, you can make it, take a stand, right? And that's what I've been doing, you know, I'm trying to. And may Jehovah give you the, uh, uh, the foresight, you know, and uh, the courage when you face those things, you know, you, you will put him first because that's what Daniel did. Seek it first, the kingdom and his righteousness. So Daniel, seek Jehovah first. Put Jehovah first. So regardless of the king's secret for 30 days, so he wasn't going to stop praying his, his, his God, stay in contact with his, uh, the God of, uh, of his fathers. Okay? So he went and did what he had to do. Keep praying three times a day. You know, and I think you know this is a lesson for us too. And when we, when we have the time, you know, we're supposed to make the time to at least pray three times a day. Um, so, getting in contact with Yehovah, getting in contact with Yeshua, that's what, well, that's what's important in our lives. And in seeing these things are changing in this life right now, so we need this thing more and more, right? So. The distraction that we have, and myself, you know, is guilty of that too. You know, we have televisions, you know, we have uh, cell phones, we have computers, 
we have games, you know, and we have uh, sport, music, movies. These are, these are the, those things that's designed, you know, to distract you, to take you away. And we have politics also, you know, and, and um, people think they are better than, the, than others, you know. So all of that, you know, are distraction, you know, for you not to find the time to pray two times a day so you can be in contact with your father and your creator. So this is, you know, what we need to take from this right now. And um, so we can get to a point where we'll be able to pray two times a day so we can be in contact with our Father. But in order for you to do that, you know, you must turn back and keep all the laws of God. Nothing is changed. Same thing that He gave to Israel, you know, in the past, same thing that going to give to Israel that's, you know, gonna, that's about to wake up right now. So these laws right now, and then we have Yeshua now. The Messiah that had been promised. So that's what we need to do. Go back to the law of God. And then, you know, we'll see miracles around us. Because when they say that, you know, uh, sanctify you, right? It's to the word. How you sanctify yourself? By being obedient to the law of God. May Jehovah bless you and guide you. And um, thank you for your time. Right. Thank you. Shalom.